What's going on, everybody? This is The Eye Test. I'm here with Paul Orlando. It is free agency frenzy week. We've spent a couple episodes now talking about the Bears, the Raiders, and the moves that they made and how it may impact your fantasy team. So if you haven't seen them yet, go back to our channel, watch those videos. Today, we're going to be talking about the Jets and the trades and the free agency pickups that they made. And we're here to make it easy for you. So if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and like this video. Please subscribe. That way we keep growing as a podcast and can keep serving you. Paul, the Jets are rising in the AFC East. They are finally trying to give the Bills a run for their money because that has been their kryptonite. And honestly, the AFC East is all of a sudden a very tough division to win in with the Dolphins the Jets and the Bills, Patriots kind of struggling, but it's still Bill Belichick. He can make magic happen. But we're going to talk about the Jets today and a couple players specifically. I think the big – what's the first name that comes to your mind when you think of the Jets during this offseason? The first thing that comes to my mind when I think of the Jets is the Jets, and Bobby's going to kill me for this. But here's the Jets just being desperate as ever, like always, selling their soul to Aaron Rodgers. I have never met a team that flew out their entire staff to go meet with a player in their home. Aaron Rodgers gives them a list like, hey, you want me to come here? Here's four guys I want you to sign right now. And then guess what? Two hours later, all of a sudden, Alan Lazard's a Jet. I'm sure Nate Hackett is on both knees at Randall Cobb's house pleading. Just be like, we'll pay you whatever you want. Just come here, please. So in my experience and what we've seen in the NFL is desperate franchises, it never, never works out. But the Jets, if they get Aaron Rodgers, it might be worth it. He might be the one guy that might be worth it. Yeah, and so let's assume that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet because where else could he go? Every other team got their quarterback for the 2023 season, it seems like. It, it seems like Aaron Rodgers is just being nitpicky as anything, making all these demands. It kind of reminds me of when Tom Brady wanted to go to the Buccaneers. You know, he said, bring back Gronk. I want Lennon Fournette, all this stuff. I want um, A.B. And yeah, exactly. Julio Jones, you know, like all these players. And I will say Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady both deserve that type of respect if you're a GM. Mike, I you brought up a couple points that I want to talk about. Let's first focus on Alan Lazard here signing with the Jets for four years, I believe. Does this scare you if you're a Garrett Wilson owner in your dynasty league? It does. Does it? It, actu it actually does. And the reason it does is because Aaron Rodgers has not been shy in telling us fans, I like my guys. I throw to my guys. You have to earn my respect and pretty much earn me looking your way on a football field. And Alan Lazard clearly has that respect. Now, Garrett Wilson is an uber-talented player. I think that Wilson's value is not going to like fall off a cliff. But – I wouldn't be surprised the first four or five weeks, Garrett Wilson's sitting there with like four, five, six targets a game and, you know, maybe not meshing well with Aaron. Maybe Aaron's forcing the ball to Lazard or, you know, doing whatever. But I think they eventually figure it out. But, but yeah, I think that Rodgers, I mean, he's, he's worn his heart on his sleeve and he's told us time after time, I, 
I trust my guys. I don't like rookie receivers. It took Christian Watson a little bit, and obviously that worked out towards the back half of the season. So I wouldn't be super terrified if I'm a Garrett Wilson owner, but don't be surprised if the first three or four weeks you're sitting there and be like, Garrett Wilson's only got me like 10 points a game. Mm-hmm. Like what's going on here? Yeah, I think in the long run, whether it's if, – if you're owning him in Dynasty, Garrett Wilson is an automatic hold. And if you're looking at him on the draft board during your redraft league, you, you still have to pick Garrett Wilson where he's valued at if not reach for him, because you're right, it might take four weeks, but come playoff season, you're going to be so happy you have Garrett Wilson because look at how quickly it took for Aaron Rodgers and Christian Watson to start connecting. I mean, yeah, it was a rough like six, seven weeks, but the second it happened, I mean, Christian Watson shot up the board in terms of, I mean, he was breaking records for rookie receivers. Mm -hmm. So I do think that Garrett Wilson and Aaron Rodgers will have a strong connection by the time fantasy season is important which is you know week 10 through 16 but yes a little scared if you're Garrett Wilson if you're a Garrett Wilson owner but you can't be too scared and make that an excuse to to not have him on your team I also like Alan Lazard as a flex slash waiver wire gem next year because he's gonna be the receiver where if the Jets are going against a team that have one very good cornerback and then one below average cornerback, it's going to be an Alan Lazard game because you know they're sticking the number one defensive back on Garrett Wilson, like no matter what. And then Aaron Rodgers is just going to pepper Lazard. And they might try to switch things up and put the better cornerback on Lazard, but then guess who's going to pop off? Garrett Wilson. Mm -hmm. So I think Aaron Rodgers' stonks are shooting up if he goes to the Jets. What do you think? I think that Rodgers will certainly be a stud. I mean, let's not forget that this guy won back-to-back MVPs three years ago. So three years ago and two years ago, he won back-to-back MVPs. He was playing some of the best football we've ever seen him play. And I think Rodgers still has a lot in the tank. I think he's just – I love Aaron Rodgers. Don't get me wrong. I love him. He's just an odd dude. Like, he's just – he's he's an odd guy with – all the talent with all the intelligence. So I think if he goes to the jets, I think he's a slam dunk QB one. It does not get better than that with all those weapons with Brees hall. Are they bringing back the, the other running back that they had? What's his name? Uh, Bam. Bam, 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 Bam. No, who Bam, Bam too, but who was the oh, guy? It was Robinson. No, no, no. Oh my God. They, they drafted him. Michael Carter, Michael Carter. Oh yeah. He's, He's washed. He's done. Okay. But I mean, I mean, that's that's how I view him. Yeah. But look where when Aaron when Aaron Rodgers won his back-to-back MVPs, what did they have? They had a strong running game with Aaron Jones. Then AJ Dillon came along. So the Jets have that. I mean, they have running backs galore. Brees Hall, James Robinson, Bam Bam, Zonovan Knight came out of nowhere. I mean, it's sick name. But it's going to, I think if Aaron does go to the Jets. It, it's going to be a fantasy feast for Aaron Rodgers. For sure, for sure. And, like, you you brought up the request that Aaron Rodgers wants. Like, why does he want all these washed-up players to come to the Jets? He wanted, okay, we'll, we'll exclude Alan Lazard. I wouldn't say he's washed up yet. But he wants Randall Cobb, 
Mercedes Lewis and Odell Beckham Jr. Like, why are those your demands? Can you try a little bit harder, Aaron Rodgers? Like, maybe make something a little crazier? Like, why do you think he's doing that? I'm telling you, this is this is going to be a hot take for me. But all this is, I, I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the Jets, even if they don't sign all these players. I think this is like a psychological game where he's just he's just testing, like, how far can I push you? Like, how much can I poke you to give me what I want? Even though I'm still coming there. He's, I think in Aaron Rodgers' mind, he's still going to be a Jet. He's not done football. We're not. He's a highly competitive dude. He is. He does not want to go host Jeopardy. He can float that around all he wants. He can go on Pat McAfee and talk about the trips that he, the fucking whatever psychedelic mushrooms he takes in his darkness retreat. The dude's a competitive guy. He wants to win another Super Bowl. He is not happy with just one. So I think he's going back to the Jets because I think he knows that that's probably the best roster for him to go to. But I think this is just a test. He wants to see how far, how much pull he has in the Jets organization. So if I'm the Jets, I think Alan Lazard is a fantastic signing. As a player, He's, I think he's great. Now, am I willing to shell out $10 million, $12 million to Odo Beckham Jr.? I don't know, man. What, what, like, what do you think? No, I mean, he would get like some type of veteran deal where he's making like $2 million a year with bonus incentives. So it's like less of a cap hit on because because base salary is how I learned this today. Base salary is how you uh, judge what the cap hit is against a team. So did you see what they did with Tyreek Hill recently and his base salary? No. So so they owed him a base salary of like twenty six million dollars, and they turned it into like it was really low. I feel like they turned it into like they had to pay him for last year. They owed him like $26 million, but they restructured his contract to give him a base salary of like $2 million or like $5 million, And then the rest of that difference was just bonus incentives. It's genius, yeah. dude. There's so many loopholes in the NFL I don't understand. Not saying that that's illegal to do. Obviously, all every loophole is legal. But it's just crazy how they make the money work. So I think what they would do with OBJ is, hey, you're old. You've gotten hurt. You're still good. We'll give you like a veteran's salary of two to five million dollars and a bonus incentive if you get this many catches, touchdowns, yards, whatever it is, make a Pro Bowl, you know, score a touchdown in the playoffs. However, you want to make those incentives. Jazz it up. Yeah. yeah, certain amount of games played, you know, where he could make upwards of 10 million in a year. And I mean, how do you say no to that? You're playing with Aaron Rodgers on a high powered offense, you're back in the NFL. I would do it. Yeah. Obviously. No, I don't blame you. I, I wouldn't. I, yeah. I wouldn't obviously blame you. Yeah. Right. Like, you want me to catch? Okay. Yeah. Where do I sign? But, but yeah, it, it's amazing how they, it's a, definitely above my pay grade to understand, but how they can kind of, I don't want to say cook the books because it's not like they're doing anything illegal, like you said, but how they can either push money back or move money into signing bonuses or move money into, however they move it to, to fit these guys in. Yeah. My last question for you, Paul, because again, if Aaron Rodgers were to get his wish granted with all these receivers coming into the jets and we don't really have to assume that this, let's not assume that this is happening in this situation. Let's just say right now you've got Garrett Wilson, you've got Alan Lazard, and then you have Elijah Moore, poor, poor Elijah Moore. 
That's a good name for this episode. Is he the wide receiver two? Is he the wide receiver three? Is he even on the team next year? So I think he's definitely gone. I think Elijah Moore has made statements. He's come out and he's frustrated with the Jets. He's frustrated with his usage. He is just not happy there. So I think he's definitely gone. I think he will definitely be a trade piece in some fashion, whether that's to move up in the draft or to move back or to whatever's going to happen. I don't think Elijah Moore is a Jet next year, but let's just assume that he is. I think Elijah Moore is like the clear-cut wide receiver three. Like it is not even a competition for him to be on either end of the outsides for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. I just think Elijah Moore, he's going to be a glorified slot receiver, maybe get three or four targets, I mean, if he's on the Jets. But I I do see Elijah Moore, I think, for him, there are greener pastures elsewhere. Yeah, I'm just predicting if he is a Jet, Elijah Moore is 100% the waiver wire slut of the year next year where he is going to be bouncing from team to team in our redraft league. Mm-hmm. You know, just a, a a pick and pray type of player where you you drop him in at your flex because you're riddled with injuries and you're just hoping Aaron Rodgers finds him deep for 80 yards one time. I mean, that's just what yeah. I'm seeing. Uh, but Elijah Moore can certainly be productive on other teams. So many certainly valuable to a lot of other teams also as like a wide receiver, too. So I don't know what team he would fit on. I'm not really super close with Elijah Moore, even though I do own him in Dynasty. He's just been riding my bench all year last year, and he will continue to do that until he becomes a more established player on the team. Any other last words on the Jets, Paul? Because I have one more question for you, if you don't. The only thing I'll say about the Jets is if they don't get Aaron Rodgers, I can almost guarantee you, and it's funny that I say it that way, I can almost guarantee you that they are going to give Lamar Jackson his guaranteed contract. If they really? don't land, if they don't land Aaron Rodgers, I can say for almost certain that they, because they're desperate, they're desperate. Mm-hmm. They will go to Lamar and be like, "Hey, what did you want? You wanted, you wanted to. Sh- we'll match it. We'll match Deshaun's. Here's two thirty million, five years. What do you say?" And then the Ravens will have the opportunity to match that, or trade him for two picks, two first rounds. So, if the Jets don't get Aaron Rodgers, I am fairly confident. I'm very confident that they will be on the phone with Lamar Jackson and say, hey, here's a $230 million five-year contract guaranteed, all of it, every single penny. All right. Well, you heard it here first, guys. If Aaron Rodgers is not a Jet, Lamar Jackson will be. One more question for you. We'll do a little preview for the second wave of free agency. That is, is I mean, the first wave is pretty much done. All A lot of the big names have been signed to different teams, traded, whatever. There's still a couple others that we're looking to see, and – my one question for you, Paul, which we can we might be talking about for next week's episode, as I'm sure many more trades and acquisitions will be partaking tomorrow and over the weekend. Jerry Judy has been in talks of being traded from the Broncos. Where would you like to see him play? My bias tells me that I would love to see him as a Baltimore Raven. I, I knew, think that I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I know. I just think. I think his route running, he is that possession receiver that the Ravens covet. When we won the Super Bowl, it was a huge thanks to Anquan Bolden, who was a huge possession receiver. That guy who will get you that 10, 
10 to 12 yards in a cloud of dust with that slant over the middle, not afraid to do it, runs those crisp routes. I'd love to see him as a Raven. But if I had to put my bias aside, I would love to see Jerry Judy go over and replace Keenan Allen on the Chargers. I think that Judy would be an excellent compliment to Justin Herbert. They have Mike. I'm, I'm a, they still have Mike Williams, right? Like he's going to yeah. be a charge. Okay. So they got, well, the I don't know that I'm not sure about that, but yeah. I don't think he's a free agent. Okay. But let's assume that the Chargers are keeping Mike Williams. I think that Jerry Judy could come over and be, and I mean this in very respectful way. He'd be like a Walmart version of a Keenan Allen for Justin Herbert. And I think, I think Justin Herbert would be the best thing for Jerry Judy's career. Yeah, that, that's a good point and a good looking forward for next week's episode. We'll certainly have more free agency talk as the week goes on. Make sure to follow along with us on TikTok. And we're also posting YouTube shorts just about every day where you guys can scroll with your little ADHD minds and watch our short videos for those with short attention spans. Always a pleasure talking free agency frenzy with you guys. Thank you to all of our viewers on YouTube, Apple, Spotify. You guys are helping us grow so much. Please press the follow button if you're listening to us on any of the podcast apps. And feel free to subscribe and like this video if you're watching on YouTube. Everyone have a wonderful weekend. And I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. (laughs) I love you guys too. All right. Peace. Bye, Walter. See you, Walt.